It's too hot to be Advent. And yet this gospel reading is is an Advent theme, Advent being that dark little short season just before Christmas during the winter hours, and as darkness seems to be the longest part of the day. This theme, keep your lamps trimmed and burning, is perfect for Advent, and apparently whoever planned or devised the lectionary thought It's actually a theme for every season of our lives at all times and in all places. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning, awaiting the Master's return. But what exactly are we waiting for? In parts of the New Testament, we're admonished to wait for a literal return of Christ at the end of time, as time itself wraps up upon itself and exists no more. For example, Paul admonishes the Corinthians in no uncertain terms to maintain the status quo. Don't change a thing, for the end is near and time itself is passing away. He's very specific. If you're married, stay married. If you're unwed, stay unwed. And tragically, if you're a slave, don't worry about freedom because all of this is about to pass away. Stay focused just on the singular moment of right now. No plans, no thought for tomorrow. And yet here we are 2,000 years later. And Christ has not literally returned. I was talking recently with an 88-year-old who's still an avid hiker and a brilliant mind. He remembers everything. And he had just returned from the mountains here in Colorado, and we're having a cup of coffee, and he said, you know, Richard, these these mountains are 65 million years old. That's the kind of thing you need to tell a southerner every now and then. And he was fascinated. It was like talking to a kid. He was fascinated by his 88 years up against that timeline of 65 million. Time humbles us in the same way that mountaintop heights humble us, making us feel small in a good way as we come face to face with our tiny part of this incredible cosmos that is God's. Thankfully, the gospel reading for today is not about the end of the world. It pulls in a, in a different direction, a quite different direction. For Jesus pairs the return of the master with the return of our hearts, our souls. The summary being for that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It's something really practical. This past week, I was also talking with a parishioner named Tamra Destray. Tamra was on our vestry recently and is a brilliant parishioner, and she's the director of the Conflict Resolution Center at the University of Denver, which is a part of their international studies program. We're catching up over a cup of coffee and and talking about a lot of things, and talk turned, of course, to these most recent tragedies in Dayton and El Paso, God rest their souls. We talked as well about the desperate need in this country right now for bipartisan gun control. 
and for what I believe needs to be a ban on automatic weapons, which just would, I think, I'm a priest, but I think it would make everyone safer, from police to schools and everybody in between. Also mused on this gospel reading with Tamara and how it seems to be a call to, to open our hearts, open our houses, open our minds in a way that feels like disarming spiritually. Disarming spiritually. And Tamara said, yes. And she said in her work, um, what she's learned is that every person in one way or another is armed. And we're armed, she says, in the face of fundamental insecurity. And Tamara says, if we don't talk about that, we're not getting deep down enough to talk about why there are such vast differences in our country, why we reach such different conclusions about what we should do in the face of what we all see, insecurity. And that seems to me to be about right. As a society, we, we build, we legislate, we protect, we count the cost, we make plans. All of these things are normal and even good things to do. I mean, a cathedral itself takes the long view of, of time. These things are built over centuries. And yet, all of us, at the end of the day, at the end of this day, all of us face what is unknown and uncontrollable. And in light of this gospel reading, and especially in light of Christ's presence in our lives, over the long haul, through all the twists and turns of the seasons of our life in the cosmos, the unknown and the uncontrollable can become a means of grace, even a door to the divine. Tehar de Chardin was a, a paleontologist, of all things, and a Roman Catholic priest. And he has great advice for this moment in our time when we come face to face with what is unknown and unpredictable. And he says this, he says, trust in the slow work of God. Trust in the slow work of God and accept the anxiety of feeling yourself in suspense and incomplete. If you like that quote, we put it in the inserts. You can take it home with you. And that too seems about right to me. Looking into the eyes of the uncertainty and unknowns of our life and trusting that as surely as we meet Christ in the sacraments of baptism and Holy Communion, so too we will meet Christ in unexpected times and unknown places. Which means that faith, the Christian faith especially, is not the opposite of doubt. It's the opposite of certainty.